to Ranting with Ricky. Today we've got a really fun episode lined up. We're going to dive into a bunch of the topics that were sent in on social media. I got a guest with me on the show. Mo, what's going on, my man? How you doing? What's going on, Rick? Happy Tuesday, brother. It's good to, it's good to talk to you. Happy Tuesday, my man. I've got some topics here, Mo, that... I wanted to discuss with nobody but you. These are perfect mode topics here. You're going to love every single one of these. So I'm thinking let's just dive in, my man. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. So we'll cut down the music here. And we'll talk about the very first topic that was sent in, which is fantasy football league punishments and prizes, Mo. It's about a month out from that time, maybe even less, where the the fantasy uh, heat starts kicking in. So I want to talk about this for a little. How did you do last year in the Steady Picks Fantasy League? I believe uh, I was the one seed and lost in the semifinals. Um, It was sad. You know, I had a quality team. Um, I just hate losing. So, you know, it'll be a little bit different this year. I'll have a little bit more expertise on the league and, um, what other guys do, but you know, we definitely need to get a better punishment and, um, we need a lot better punishment this year for the loser. Agreed. Agreed on the punishment. And I got something that I want to pitch to you and the rest of this league in terms of the prize as well. Mm -hmm. So let me start there and let me see what you think of this. Someone, someone floated this idea by me. What do you think about taking everyone's buy-in money and putting it into, this is going to sound fucking nuts, Mo, but putting it into Ethereum or Bitcoin. And what that will do, Mo, is throughout the season, that could be worth more, that could be worth less. And then once the champion is crowned, they can decide, they can just pull it out for whatever it's worth. And that's the league prize. What are your thoughts? You know me, Rick. I love that idea. I love the risk-reward type aspect of it. High risk, high reward, you know? Um, I don't think that'll fly with some of the other guys in our league that are a little bit more conservative, but I love that. I might just throw my my uh, mine in Bitcoin and just tell the winner they can get whatever it is. Yeah, it's it's so funny with such a mix of personalities in the league. I don't know. I don't know if I we'll think fly. we'll have some people heavily against it. Yeah, especially with the way that uh, the stuff is trending, the, uh, the oh, crypto yeah. stuff. We won't get into that. But the other thing, Mo, too, is with the loser, and I'm sure everybody has like faced this, but I feel like the guy, when you have a punishment, he usually just quits the league. I agree. I mean, Well, that's a sore loser, you know, uh, and I think that's what makes a fantasy football league so great is, is the longevity of the league. How long is the league around? How many of the original members have stayed? Um and you know what? If you can't handle a punishment, then you can't handle the success of the league either. And that's how I feel, you know. Um, being a former athlete, you know, losing comes with playing. So you got to be willing to lose to win. Agreed, my man. I feel like that's a guy you didn't want in your league if he doesn't show up for the punishment. Right, right. Well, I, it, the whole point of fantasy football, you obviously want to win some money, but it's a, it's really about the the experience and being with the group and, and getting together once a year to do the draft and and do the, the award ceremony and just getting together with those guys that you've been playing with so, for so long. Draft's going to be in person this year, Mo. In Let's person. Go. Let's go. So maybe a couple people will be Skyping in or Zooming in, but for the most part, That's in all right. person. Um, all right, so 
that's that's the fantasy football topic. If you guys have any good ideas, the listeners out there for like prizes, punishments, send them over. We wanna we wanna get more involved with uh, doing something creative there. Next, Mo. People want more stories of the dark memories of sports betting. Was one of the things sent in here, and having you on this show today, dare I say, UCLA Georgia. I mean, uh, Gonzaga, excuse me. When I saw the topics this morning, I just, it brings me back to a dark place, that, that, uh, that game, you know, so close to a big win. So it's honestly devastating. And every time I'm on the show, I feel like it gets brought up and uh, it stings. It, it just, it stings worse every time. I just, that's probably one of the darker moments. I shouldn't say it's one of the darker moments. It's one of those times where we're probably the baddest beat I've ever had and you're about to get a, a plus 700, plus 1200 win, and a, two buzzer beaters to to take away a plus 20 unit night. I mean, that's just you can hear it in my voice. It's just devastating. And and for those who might not be familiar with that story, so Mo back when Gonzaga and UCL UCLA played in what was that like the final the four? final four? Yeah, I believe it was the the game to get to the championship. The final four. Mo had a massive bet on like I believe it was UCLA money line first half and money line for the whole game and money line for the whole game the first half loses on a buzzer beater by Gonzaga he loses that bet he's sitting there stunned at the end of the game I'm sure most of you remember the half court weave loses the second bet that was tough man that that is a tough beat but you handled it well at least well, like I said, you can't you can't uh, win if you don't lose, you know. So you get back out there and you, you throw some more bets on. Uh, I had a big bet on the Lightning this um, this this playoffs that didn't go too well. Um, I had a, a good buddy of mine who's I shouldn't you know you should never listen to the guy that's a fan of the team. That's that was my first mistake. Um, that's rule number one. That's rule number one. That, you know, and I, but you know my betting. I, I don't I don't listen to the rules. If you listen to rules, can't win big. <laughs> That's why we love you, man. Um, all right. What about you, Rick? What do you got? What do you got? You got any? Uh, you got any big stories for us? I got too many, man. I know I've told the the O'Malley one a few times, which was truthfully my my worst loss ever. Another bad one that I had was when the Bucks beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Truthfully, yeah. Mo, I like blacked out in that game. It was it was partially I had never been more sure about a game in my life. I had bet all season long, like continuously bet on Chiefs Super Bowl tickets. I was due to make a fortune if the Chiefs won that Super Bowl. And uh it, it didn't go well, man. And it was definitely a dark one for me. Uh but yeah, it's I think if you let your bets get too dark though, you know, it's it's you'll never get back in the game and it's just sadness more than it's darkness. You know, you're just sad. Exactly. (laughs) What could have been, what could have been. And I feel like the more of those you have as crazy as it sounds, you start to stomach them better. It's really just your first initial big, which isn't good, which isn't good, but it is true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So true. But flipping the topic, my man, let's talk about a good, a good memory. Do you have like an all time best sports betting memory? Well, first of all, we'll go back to that UCLA against Zaga game. It is still one of my best betting memories because it's probably the first time I was with the whole Steady Picks crew and we were watching the same game. So that was a, a great betting memory in regards to 
the energy and the environment. But my all-time betting story, um, DraftKings, $15 entry, $2,000 winner on a WNBA Daily Fantasy. Um, that was recent, crazy, right? That was, that was uh, I want to say, about a month ago, a month or so ago. Okay. Yeah, well, I ended up winning one, and um, the craziest part was none of the games were on TV, so I'm just sitting there watching my ESPN ticker and, and cheering when, when, when I see Alyssa Thomas assist or Alyssa Thomas bucket. Uh, it was one of the more degenerate things I've done, but, you know, scared money don't make money. And wait, so it was a daily fantasy pool? It was a daily fantasy pool, yep. It was a four-game daily fantasy pool, um, and I got and I won it. I won uh, beat. 487 other people, something like that, um, to take it all home. Damn. You still been, uh, like, kind of playing that WNBA market? I've gotten, I've gotten away from the Daily Fantasy a little bit. Uh, they dropped the, the first place prize, $1,000. So I just, not that it, it was a, still 15 to win 1,000 is great, but it just didn't seem, honestly, worth the, worth the risk um, to continue just going 15 bucks at a WNBA when – to be honest, women's basketball and men's basketball is so much different. Like, if a girl's playing well off the bench, like, they'll continue to keep playing a lot. Like, they'll play half the game. Men's, they'll just keep running their starters back out there for the most part. And you won't see bench players drop 20, 30 points um, the same way. And honestly, girls getting a little bit more foul trouble. It's just a much different game. Right. Um, but I've been betting the games a little bit. Um, you know me, I'm always hit, ripping parlays. So that's one of my downfalls. But when you hit one, um, I'm always back in the positive. I need to get back into to hitting some bigger games pretty hard. There's a lot bigger spreads on the games today, which I didn't really love. So I'll be looking to hit them live. Though. Okay, okay. And, yeah, it's tough, man, with, with like, I guess just the WNBA is something that you kind of enjoy betting. But other than that, it's kind of like the quiet time of the year, you know, without football and all that stuff. What about exactly. the UFC, Mo? You been betting UFC at all? I did. I watched all the fights this past weekend, actually. The um, Ortega card, the Ortega Rodriguez card. Um the one fight I thought was amazing was Umajiri and Schnell, Schnell. Fight, which everybody knows. That was just unbelievable. It, it, that, I bet on a Umajiri, but that was just amazing. An amazing fight. I could not believe it. That it, was wild. It was man. unbelievable. I couldn't I, – I really can't even put into terms how these guys – Schnell was out. He was pretty much out cold and just clobbered Umajiri. That fight was the best example ever of like – why sometimes when you're like, why isn't the guy stopping the fight? It had that fight had been stopped, you take that moment away from Snell and just the craziness. It's crazy, but whoever that ref is deserves a raise too. I mean, that Agreed. was just bonkers, man. It was bonkers. The other fight I liked was the um, Shardain. Who'd he fight? He fought somebody. Uh, that was a good. That was a really good fight too. They were going to fucking war. Shardain would fought. Um, Shit, dude. I can't remember it that fight. Puna, was it wasn't Puna, was it? It was who? It wasn't Puna, was it? Nah, Puna was like nah, the... it was... You're going to make me look now. It was, um... Oh, oh, yeah, I'm an idiot. He he fought uh, Shane Burgos. That fight was unbelievable, yeah. That fight was sick. Dude, I was watching that in the third round, though. Like, what the fuck is Shane Burgos doing? He's I, just, he he's did, not, he's he's just, just getting, getting hit. clobbered. He was just walking into punches. I was like, yo, is Burgos, like, have money on the other guy? Like, he's actually just trying – he's not doing anything. That was one of those fights, yeah, you're sweating. I had a Shane Burgos ticket there. I think he was a steady picks play. 
very uneasy third round there. But he like almost finished him in the first two rounds. That that fight was nuts. In the this week, I'll be watching the fights this week. I cannot wait. Can't wait. I love watching the UFC. We got Patty fighting again. Patty the Batty. Yeah, and uh, little sneak peek, Mo. Tomorrow we're dropping a brand new MMA UFC show with two two of the new Steady Picks guys. So keep an eye out for it. It's called the Octagon Boys. I love that. I right? love it. I love it. Welcome, welcome the boys, the Octagon Boys. But so keep an eye out for that. Um, what do you got, Rick? You you, you get any nice bets? You, you have anything that that really comes to mind when we talk about winning something big? Man, recently I'll tell you it's been like awful for me. I've been struggling in the UFC. I don't really bet baseball. So my my biggest wins, man. I would say. Most memorable was hitting Max Homa. I think he was like eighty to one, or something yeah, like huge. wild like that. Yeah, I, I had a huge hit on him, and the way that he won too was pretty wild too. He didn't like run away with it. It was a, a sweat till the end, and then uh, the Rams. Man, I'm gonna tell this story on a future podcast, but I had a lot of money on a Rams futures ticket preseason last year, thirteen to one, and. The journey that I, like, when I got into the postseason and I started hedging it strategically, and I did a lot of, like, creative things that I'll, I'll talk about later that ended up just turning that ticket into insanity, man. You, I might need to bring you back for that one closer to football season. To. I'm definitely going to be trying to get on more often in the next couple weeks. Love it. Appreciate you. Um, trying to go through these topics too, Mo, and see if there's anything else we got here that's worth diving into. What made you fall in love with sports betting? It's an interesting what question. Made, well, you know me, Rick. You watch the game with me. It's just the energy of sports. Um, you know, playing sports your whole life, you're obviously pulling for your own team. And when you go watch your siblings or your, your friends play, you're pulling for their team. And uh, when you go to the Phillies game, you're pulling for their team. So what, what makes us want to do that? What makes us want to go to that as well? It's having stake in the game. When Phillies win or the Eagles win or the Flyers win, you know, we're all gun-ho. We're all – we're happy. The, the, the city's doing well. People in the city are, are vibing, you know. Um, so when you're watching the, the Texas Rangers play the Yankees, what stake do I have in this game? Uh, I need to have some stake. You know, I love action. I just love having action. I love energy. And sports betting gets – you can bring it every day, man. Love it, man. I feel like it's hard to always like pinpoint a moment. You got to have like the the trail, like you gave there. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't. Th- I think if you if you fall in love with one moment of sports betting, you're just chasing a unicorn. That's the. That's thing, dangerous, you know? right? The rush. Yeah, yeah. The rush. I mean, everybody lives for the rush. You know, um, I love go to the casino. I mean, you're not going to find a, a bigger guy that loves it more than me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we could get into some trouble down there, you and I, man. We could. We so could. We stay away from the tables when possible. <laughs> I, I could. I, I told, uh, I was telling my brother, I said, dude, when I die or I'm on my deathbed, just roll me up to a craps table. Man. <laughs> is that Please. your game of choice? It is my game of choice every time. Oh, man. The, ta- the craps table is always looking better electric. than a hotter craps table. I'm serious. Not one thing in the world. It's kind of embarrassing, man, but I still only, like, a little bit know how to play. I can't confidently walk up to a table and not look dumb. So one of these days, I might need a little We're going to have to go. We're going to have to go. Yeah, I'll, I'll learn on the job with you. Have to. 
have to, man. Um, all right. Let me take one more look through these topics, man. I don't want to hold you too long. Appreciate you joining the show. Absolutely. Let's see. Here. I love the show. Any funny? I want to give a hold on. I want to give a quick shout out to Tom on Wake Up and Wager. I just absolutely love his show and just love what he's been doing with the tennis picks this year, man. He's been crushing it. Tennis and golf, man. He has been absolutely on fire. Um, he actually he did a baseball special today, like a mid-season special for anybody who is like a serious baseball better. You'll you'll really enjoy that. He kind of dove into the weeds as Tom likes to do. He's the best at that. So. He's a legend, man. Really is. Um, all right, cool. Well, I guess Mo. Other than that, that's pretty much gonna do it. We're gonna bring you back next week probably to follow up on some more topics. But really appreciate you joining the show. Really appreciate everything you do for Steady Picks. And we look forward to featuring a lot more of your content moving forward, my man. Appreciate you, Rick. I'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Steady Picks Radio. Have a great day. Yeah, yeah, spinning like a boss, man.